grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, happy Friday, everybody. How's everybody doing? End of a week, long week. It's cooled down here. It's going to be cool till Tuesday. I'm so looking forward to this. Notice there's no AC in the background. I'm really happy with that. Welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I am also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team. Let's hear it for me. Cool. Uh, we're 45 strong up and down the state of California, which means... If there is a parent you have, you think you might have a paranormal need, we can get to you. It may take us a while. There's some turning. Everything's moving. Weird. Somehow this got knocked out of sync. I gotta fix this. Um, <laughs> weird things. Uh, yeah, which means you know uh, we can get you. We might. It might take us a couple days. California is a huge state, and I always like to say that. When people think of California, they think of us like Hawaii with beaches and surfers and all that. It's true. That is true. It's all true. Every last bit. But there's also other areas. There's mountainous areas. There's desert. There's high desert. And a lot of farmland. Lots of farmland. And lots of open space. So you might be one of those people that are in the open space, and that's why it will take us a while. Right? But we do have people on staff like Nancy Matz. We have people like Karen Clark. Trisha Dola, Trish Dolis and a few others on our staff who can call you ahead of time and talk to you about what might be going on in your, play, your, your home or place of business. And if it is paranormal related, they can calm it down until we can get out there. Usually it doesn't take more than one or two days for us to get out there. Okay, that being said, if you're watching from Facebook tonight, welcome. Uh, but, you know, the only thing I have to say is that if you like what you see tonight, be sure to give us a thumbs up. Hearts, happy faces, anything like that, because what it does is it puts us in higher in the algorithm. The computer, Facebook's computer system sees that, and they distribute the show out farther. That's why when, when you comment and stuff, that helps too. Believe me, uh, we're you know we're also uh, broadcasting today. We're also broadcasting tonight from YouTube. Same thing, you know, um, happy faces, smiles, all that stuff. Chat room puts us higher in the YouTube algorithm. All right. So show, show us some love. This is about our show us some love. And uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook. We are all over Facebook uh, under California Haunts and under my name. And you can find us on Instagram under uh, under Ghosty Gal, all lowercase. You can find us at TikTok under California Haunts. You can find us on Twitter under California Haunts. You can find us on Twitch under Cal, under Cal Haunts. So we're everywhere. Or Google us. Boom, we'll pop right up. We're all, we also have a really active meetup group and meetup page. So you can check us out over there as well. If you haven't done so already, you're watching from YouTube and you like what you hear and see tonight, please be sure to subscribe. We're always looking for subscribers, and we're building up inch by inch by inch. You guys are doing great subscribing. We've gained like 30 subscribers in the last two weeks, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, same thing with Facebook. If you're watching from Facebook and uh, you like it, you know you like what you see and what you hear tonight, please be sure to uh, follow. We're always looking for followers and stuff. You know, that's, that's what we do. 
we're trying to build this up. Uh, we're like the little, we're like the little engine that could, only with a little podcast that could, right? Where we started out real, real slow on this thing, and and the last few years, last two or three years, we built up, built up, built up, built up. And today marks, drum roll, today marks the first episode of our fourth season in this format. Last month, last year we did, drum roll, okay, we did two hundred and ninety episodes. That's what we did. California Hots Radio in this format. Real excited to see what the next 290 are like. Got a great week planned for you next week. Got a great show planned for you today. Okay? So, uh, yeah. So, please be sure to subscribe. And that. And if you're watching this and you like what you see and there's other people in the house or you got some friends, be sure to share it. Share it with five people. Because the more people that, that see this, the more people might, you know, come join our little family here. Okay? All right. That being said, let me push my other button because I forgot to. I'm having to start the shows off a little differently because there's some stuff going on. Okay, we're back now. And uh, I'm going to bring Nancy in. Nancy's in the green room, and uh, she's got a great show. We're going to be talking about disfigured ghosts. And, and I had a case in Murphy's, California a few years back that Trish Dolis went on. My mother was there. It's one of our smaller parts of the team. And uh, this woman's husband had some kind of industrial accident on, the, on their ranch with a tractor or a backhoe. I think it was a backhoe. And um, we, we were investigating this business that they owned together. And she had mentioned to us that, it's nice, no AC. She had mentioned to us that when she saw her husband and had the vision of her husband after he had passed, that he was, she saw him as he did when he got killed by the backhoe, which means he was all disfigured, and, you know, so we, so uh, Trish sat down at that point and had a good conversation with her about it, and, and that, that Nancy and I are going to be, that's what Nancy and I are going to be talking about tonight, are cases where children and adults see di disfigured spirit kind, and it's, it, it's, it's sometimes, you know, it's, it, it's that last impression, sometimes you carry that last impression with you, and this is what this lady did, because that scared her the most, so when she pictured him, that's what she pictured him as. But once we were able to sit down with her and uh, talk with her about that, she didn't see him that way anymore. She saw him as they as she did on their wedding day, which was nice, right? But you do get that because it's a, it's something that that that's that scares you, you know, when, when somebody gets that sick or whatever. Okay, so I'm gonna bring Nancy on before I botch this up anymore. So here we go. There you go. I can't hear you. Yeah. No audio. Testing one, two, three. There we are. There you go. Look at you with new headphones. Uh, no, I have headphones. I know I said yeah. they're new though. It's not your usual gig. Well, what happened was is that there was a feed problem with your show and they asked yeah. me to reboot it. So when I did, it didn't recognize the headset. It went right back to default, which is my webcam. And you I know, didn't check it again. And I'm not one to complain about StreamYard, but lately <laughs> it's been one issue after one weird issue after another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was seeing, when I first got in and checked the audio, I was sitting here and then all of a sudden you were gone and it said to reboot it. So it started out. Okay. 
and then the stream was lost. I I don't know if it's a storm or a lot of people watching the fights tonight. My it's weird. I'm telling you, it's weird because when I used to, the reason why you, you, you see that, like, that, that, that dark air stuff in between where the intro is and where mm -hmm. I come on is because for some reason, there's you know, a little bit that little button down there where you can do the presentation. Yeah, I can't yeah. do it anymore because when I put it, because that's where I used to start the shows. So when I put it in there, it's a lot of sync and slow. And the example of that is what happened at the Being a Karen show the other day. I mean, it was a mess. So I oh. figured if I moved it over to where I run like the extra video stuff on the side, it works just fine. So I don't know yeah. what that's about. Last night when I downloaded the show last night, it was weird because when it got over to my Adobe software to do the audio, it said the audio file was corrupt, and that came directly from StreamYard. Ooh, ooh. But then I went in to check it out. There was nothing wrong with it. So I put it out through. So I don't know what the hell is going on. So, <laughs> But StreamYard, you know, know this, StreamYard, I still love you. You're, you're great to... Yeah, I was going to say, let's watch what we say about them. But <laughs> we say, I, the next I do. Thing, we're going to be like, twisted. Well, I, I kind of wonder um, the volume. Maybe we pick a time yeah. when a lot of people are on. Um, not back east, but California. Can you imagine yeah. that day we were talking about TikTok? Somewhere I heard 10,000 TikToks are loaded a day. I thought, how's that even possible? The poor system must go bring. Well, TikTok's even having issues now, and I've seen it, and a lot of people have seen it too, where you'll be watching a live and it, sees, it freezes up all the time, or you'll be looking at a TikTok video and it freezes up, and it's not at your end, it's oh. happening through them, and, and people are, uh, the people that are, are going out live, the friends that I have, are saying that TikTok needs to add servers because more and more people are going over there, which Correct. is what happened, Correct. which is what happened at Blog Talk Radio, remember when we were on Blog Talk Radio, there weren't that many of us out there, and then suddenly everybody came, and yeah. everything, yeah, the quality of blog talk went down, and that's when I started to look for talk shoe and all these other places because, you know, so maybe uh, StreamYard is getting, you know, starting to gain a lot of momentum or something. But I don't know what's going on. They were supposed to put out a ticket on it. I haven't heard a word, heard a word. So I'm just going with it, just like I told you about the show. I have it set up to go to three different pages, which is you know my personal page. It doesn't go to my personal page, but I said the shows up. I have to I have to physically well, move the audience the, doesn't. Uh, the audience won't care. Let's go on. No, I, I, it's just we'll talk about it. I know it's very frustrating things, that things. audience may not know how much trouble it is. Things, to get yeah, on. things, things, things. Yeah. <laughs> how are you, uh, Charlotte? I've had a busy day. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just busy day. Uh, we moved, and I'll say it real quick. I do invite people if they want their old recordings to do a touch base with me. And it's kind of curious. I've had a couple just as about three days ago, I emailed lady, um, nine, 12, 2013. So I've just moved. <laughs> Not everything is findable. So I've, I, uh, have kept everything. So hopefully by tonight, after tonight, I can send this to her. Her grandmother died 10 years ago this month or August. Wow. And so I helped the family out. And so they want to renew that re, um, recaptured those words anyway the um, the thing that she started out with was the damage to a spirit if you hold on to those people and i'm we're all guilty of that because we hear about a, a terrible accident and you visualize that person mangled in a car it's terrible um and we don't want to know that we don't want to know that but it is hard not to put that in our conversation uh after mm -hmm. i had cancer after I had cancer, um, 
I was pretty sick, had three surgeries and um, three went into the hospital three different times, that is. And people would introduce me, oh, this is Nancy who had cancer. And I, I remember thinking, that's not who I am. I don't want to be known that way. Uh-huh. And yet we do label people. It took a long yes. time for people to stop thinking me in that way. And so if I died, their last comment would be Nancy on the operating table. That's just right. Right. That would be the last yeah. thought too is, Oh, she died from her cancer when Nancy hasn't had cancer. And like, you know, she's been in remission all this time mm-hmm. and all this. So that's yeah. what yeah, mm-hmm. people get into those frames of mind. And I can understand it yeah. because as a, as a newspaper reporter for, for crime, you know, for crime and being out on the freeways, like I was with all these big accidents it was oh, hard yeah. for me to release a lot of that because I would see these mangled yeah. bodies and stuff. So I had to oh, get... Oh, my goodness. You know, when people talk about police officers being callous, I got to the point mm. where it didn't bother me. Ooh. Almost callous with it because you see so you see so much of it. But for a regular person who goes through that, like maybe you're in, maybe, maybe you're in that car accident with this person and they get decapitated oh. or something happens. I'm just, I'm just saying. And that's well, how you're Jane Mansfield. Reverse. Yes. Jane Mansfield was yes. decapitated. And when you think yes. of the name Jane Mansfield, what do you think? Yeah. Of? Is her spirit right. walking around with the top half of her head gone? I mean, it's the other one, too. Right. You know, the other one I think of, too, is, is poor Thelma Todd. Who? Because her dog Who? ate her. Her dogs ate her. Her chihuahuas ate tell her. Me, I know Thelma that, Todd. I know the name. Thelma Todd. Thelma Todd. Sounds familiar. I just. So when she comes to, I think I think it was a mom hit, and then you know I, I think, and then they just left her. But when it comes to mind, I think it's Thelma Todd. When it comes to mind to me, I think of the the headline was "Doggy Dinner." I mean, it's bad, you know, and that that's what oh. comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of people we think of Christopher <laughs> Reeves. We think of him as disabled. Yet his spirit wouldn't be right. Um, right. The only. Person, the only person i had a friend who she was spina bifida and her family were really big people and and she said if i had not had um, spina bifida i would have been five foot ten and i go really yet um a medium bone and five five and she was four foot three but her shoulders were like like this you know like bigger than mine right, and i remember right. thinking oh i wonder what she looked like wouldn't that have been fun because she didn't have her from the waist down. She was just tiny like a three-year-old. But anyway, she passed away and she was very young. And that was in oh, 2001. And I was uh, in um, off of um, Farrell's Boulevard uh, and a little what we call, I was flipping homes before it was popular. <laughs> and that's how I made extra money. The readings, you know, just, uh, but I was in a house flip situation. It was the cutest little house, white picket fence in front. Anyway, this gentleman came in and she came in with him. And now I think it was a lady. Anyway, it doesn't matter, but she came in with him. And I go, Oh my gosh, what do I do with this? You know, like, hello, Donna. <laughs> and she jumped on a stool that I had, one of these big cushioned stools. And she uh-huh. stood up, jumped up on top of it. Remember, she couldn't walk because she's about to be. She raised her arms and she says, Nancy, I can stand, but I'm still only four foot three. <laughs> <laughs> because she never had real legs she right i mean her legs were what she had they were never made her five foot ten but she tried to stretch look look i can stand and what do you do when someone comes in they need to talk to you about something serious and i'm laughing at her you know it's like right oh, 
she was so proud of herself for walking in and and I was watching her and not my client. <laughs> oh, oh, that's bad. Well, that's how it works. A few times. That's how it works. That's how it works. I'm so I'm so sorry, everybody. When you talk and, about and, your Go ahead. No, finish your I thought. That's honey. funny. No, I know. Where are you finish your thought? <laughs> I only so saw her. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, hon. What was your last thought? So you only, no, no, finish. Because I, I, I was going to change and start shifting over, but go ahead and finish. That's funny. Um, it is funny. Now, she was disabled. That's how we knew her. Sure. But as a spirit person, she wasn't like trying to get away from us thinking of her that way. That's how she saw herself. And I've had a lot of people talk to me who have disabilities, and they said they'd never known anything different. So as a spirit person, that's how they would present themselves to us. Sure. Um, sure. When I was working in Spirit of Grace, Holy, um, Spirit of Grace, Universal Christ of the Master for 15 years. And it was a church in Citrus Heights. And then it moved down the Boulevard, um, Van Maren and Old Arm Boulevard. Most of you don't know that. But people who live in the area would know what that is. And <clears throat> it was a circle that night. I did a lot of circles. And um, a man, woman, and a young teenage son came in and sat kind of like across from me. And uh, this is another example. And they want to know the son's guide. And I was kind of pulled down. My face was pulled down to the ground. And this was an uncle and he could never walk. His legs are folded up underneath him. And he had great mm -hmm. big shoulders like Donna did. And he lifted himself up and he hopped across the ground. And it's one of those things. I would tell people, you want to be a reader. You want to trust what you get because that is what you're getting. You can't mm -hmm. um, change the message. When I get something... And just a few days ago, I got something really obscure. I went, oh, God, you know, there's that message again, right? Uh -huh. And so I said, I said, oh, my God, there's a man on the ground. It looks like his legs are tucked underneath him and he's hopping on the floor. And the, I remember the man, whether he was into this, raised his arm and everybody was screaming, oh, that's Uncle So-and-so. Of all the people I could have ever described, it was somebody uh -huh. who was hopping on the floor to get over to him, as it must be exactly what was needed. But it put me in a spot. And I tell my readers, you know, if you're studying to be a medium, you uh, read, get information, be a reader. You have to trust that the first thing you get is what you're supposed to get. And mm -hmm. even though I had a gentleman tell me once he was a reader, and he says, what happens if you get the wrong information? And he tried to tell me that he felt that if you get the wrong information, you're slipping over into another dimensional existence of the same people. And mm -hmm. I kind of went, huh. I had someone else tell me, maybe, and I don't remember how that contents was given to me. And they said, and this is something more I'll hold on to. At the time you get the information, that's the only thing they can hear. If it's a lie or it's not quite right, that's the only thing they'll accept. Because I've been known to tell the truth, but I can't tell something I'm not hearing. If I hear right. something, I tell it. So <clears throat> same with the fellow on the ground. I felt like, okay, this is what I'm getting. And everybody knew who it was. I mean, wow, right? So with that, last week we were talking, Shar and I were talking, I can't remember what case it was. We were talking about something and I might've mentioned this case. And I said, oh, Shar, this is something we need to talk about because this has happened to a lot of people. How uh -huh. many people in the audience remembers somebody in the family and they remember that person, like people remember me when I was working at the telephone company. Sure. Um, I worked at the company um, 24 years. So in 
89, I was dealing with cancer. I got divorced eight, in 1988. And then I got into this in 90. And then I left the telephone company in 92. So I was there for a while. And, and family said, why are you leaving? Why are you leaving? And I said, because I did have the cancer. And you have uh -huh. to find the, the purpose for your life. And it's happened uh -huh. to me. This is perfect. Yet I remember thinking that they still hadn't let go. I was Nancy who had cancer. And I thought, I just need a different place to work. Anyway, so I want to share with the audience that Karen Rothstein, R-O-T-H-S-T-E-I-N, of Lincoln, her office in Lincoln, or it's in Roseville, I think. Anyway, you can look her up. She's a therapist and hypnotherapist. Um, she's uh, not somebody that does psychic readings. She's very intuitive. Um, I think it's been 30... 25 to 30 years ago that she had called me up and said, blah, 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 blah. And I was able to describe the spirit attachment. Well, all these years we've been collecting these stories and it's not like often, I think we're up to number 37 and we do, we should probably go through and kind of evaluate which ones are important. So this mm -hmm. one was August 17th. Since August 17th, we've had another case of something uh, amazing, not attachment, but amazing stories. So this young woman um, that Karen knows touched base with her about her son. And the son mm -hmm. is screaming and yelling every night uh, for a couple of weeks that there's a man in there looking at him. And uh, I'd like to read to you what she wrote. We put this together and then she sent it back to me more finished. In the dimly lit room of young R, a haunting mystery began to unfold. At just four years old, he was articulate and very bright, yet night after night, he was plagued by the eerie presence of a man he could not understand. What a gaunt face and a single eye, this phantom figure lacked legs. A detail, the young man, de uh, detail depicted by tittering from one foot to the other. I would think that the son was trying to emulate the man tipping back and forth because he didn't have legs. So he's showing mama by tipping back and forth. That was uh, at first his parents, uh, M and A dismissed it as a child's fleeting nightmare. <clears throat> but as the nightly intrusions persisted, their skepticism began to waver. Um, they tried to empower their son, invite him to face the specter head on, declaring unwelcome. They even introduced monster spray <laughs> calming concoction of lavender water and nightly rituals to instill a common a sense of control in him the mysterious uh -huh. man persisted in his visits and then she called me um oh so here's more when the young boy confided in his teacher the mom was starting to find the narrative unchanged there were no added flourishes or variances just the same haunting details could this consistency be a clue that the entity was more than just a fragment of his imagination then she calls me <laughs> so i call it um remote viewing like i've done for Shar, mm -hmm. 40 to 50 <laughs> times at least um i don't know how i do this but i have been, i've been working this every day well mo all my life but as a professional for 33 years so my ability to move through space and time is like instantaneous. So when she said that, I went to the mother, I went to the son, 
Then I backed up to the night before. And that's when I saw this fella. Uh, the spirit was real. Uh, <clears throat> this And this is important to understand, too, that this spirit, when you're going to hear how long he's been in spirit, I call it looking like, oh, I forgot the name. You remember the um, Munsters on TV? The guy opened the door, the front door to the guest coming in. Um, what was his name, Shar? You remember that? Um, Lurch. No, Munsters. Uh, Lurch, Lurch, Lurch. So Lurch in the movie. In the, oh, I like making Adams Adam's family. Yeah, Adam's family. Adam's family. Adam's family, yes. So yeah. the Adam's okay. family had this very tall, gaunt, um, face drawn in of an individual, and I, I reference him because something for you who are listening can understand what he looks like, and he's almost a zombie to me. Well, human beings, when we first pass over, if you're so distraught, say you're in this young man, um, the spirit person, we as, as we kind of figured out, I'd like to read him more. He'd been in spirit so long that he forgot what he looked like, so desperate to find his son, that he became zombieized. And this lurch looking is what I see. Okay. Uh -huh. Now he's, to me, he started looking like um, on the brink of going insane. Um, it'd been a long time since he visualized himself. He couldn't quite hold it together. Um, so Heron wrote it as a figure resembled a withering zombie, only revealing parts of himself to this boy. I specifically noted, without knowing the son's attempt to show how seemingly was legless, said the spirit may not show Ranger his whole being. That's because I didn't see it. Uh, uh -huh. She discerned a heartbreaking story of a lost father looking for his son, mistakenly the, identifying this young boy as his own, consumed by un, unbearable grief. <clears throat> the spirit seemed to deteriorate, and it takes time to deteriorate. Um, his anguish slowly eroding his spectral form. So what happens is, I would like one of you, just think about it. If you're in the car, don't, like, <laughs> don't close your eyes. But think about your most passionate um, thing. And all of a sudden, you're in the car wreck or you fall, you hit your head on the cement. I actually had a case where someone bonked their head in the garage. You know, it was just like touch and go. Imagine dying quickly and unexpected. My father was killed by a drunk driver when he was only 33 just gone, just off, just gone. And so what happened is this young man, um, so I, I want to go on and say, um, I felt that this spectral being had followed a couple home from a restaurant um, that they didn't, he didn't go to the home, he followed them home. And that does happen a lot. Um, my advice for the young man to be compassionate and resolved. This boy was to be comfort to comfort the spirit alongside his parents. Okay. I want to go back to something I said earlier. This spirit, I'll read. You'll find out that he died um, fifty years ago. So his reference when I put my mind to him. Remember, I can put my mind to him, but I don't have to accept him. He doesn't look at me. He just mumbles, and I mm -hmm. says, "What's going on?" And he said. Um, he couldn't visualize his death. He couldn't remember, but he was thrown to death and he made me think he was overseas. Okay, I can do that. Okay. And I figured, we'll see. He showed me a Taco Bell. And I thought, 
well, that's odd. Why you want Taco Bell? Well, maybe that's where he took his son last. So Taco Bell, when it was originally built in 62, was a very heavy stuccoed archway, small building. Mm -hmm. And those of us that <laughs> I, I just got in high school in 62, but I remember eating a Taco Bell and uh, it was one of the few restaurants in the 60s. Um, we had uh, McDonald's, Taco Bell, round table pizza. Um, and that's all I remember, really. That's and they always had a fire pit. Taco Bell had a fire pit. Yes. Yes. Well, I, what he showed me was the outside. And I went, oh, I remember that. Well, if they show me a building in the 40s, I wouldn't have had a reference point. But he right. did. And that was at the height right after that. And remember, he had gone to a Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. But the height of the Vietnam War was 64, 65, 66, and on. So he could have been drafted, which was, in our years, terrible thing. Uh, mm -hmm. my, my boyfriend, we got married in 67 at the height and they never picked M.A., our last name at the time, M.A. So he was not drafted and he got, I was about eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> but then fall year, year or half year later and, uh, and uh, finally said, you know, you haven't picked me yet. My wife's pregnant. So he, it just happened to be, be that way. Uh, at the time, most young men did not want to stay out of the draft, mm -hmm. but we were good Catholic kids and we got married. And then a year, nine months later, I had my child. So that was it. So I talked to um, Karen Rothstein and I said to them, if a man had come into the house through the front door, crying and wailing that he had lost his son and you didn't know him, what would you do? call the police you'd throw them outside or would you be really compassionate and talk to him on the porch say let's go outside and talk what's happened what's wrong with you why are you crying i've lost my son i have no memory of where he is your boy looked like him in the restaurant i followed you home you would have to have some kind of shell around you not to want to be compassionate so you would you would say sit down let's get a cup of coffee i'll tell you where you are just be very sympathetic be curious want to know the story and I told Karen to relay this to the mom and the child. <clears throat> so we told her to say that if someone came in the house and were crying because they lost their son, how would you feel? And the little boy responded positively. And so they made a, a pact that that night they were going to go in there and talk to this poor man who lost his son that you are not the child. And the man may never find the boy because he's an old man now. You know, he'll never be that little boy. And remember, this little boy is only four years old. And that's how this man remembers him. Uh, no matter, I don't know what the couple looks like. I don't know if the boy's blonde or brunette. doesn't matter to me. But this man recognized him. Um, to confront, confront the spirit alongside with his parents, clarifying the mistaken identity and urging the tormented soul to seek his son elsewhere. Remember, you cannot fix this. Right. You cannot help him. Uh, you cannot wake them up. You may think you can. If they've been in their spirit long enough, you make a suggestion. Um, I helped a woman pass over. She died of disease in a house, langling, just languaging in a bed. And when I got there, the aunt or somebody uh, was in kind of like in the wall. 
and she's and she's looking at me desperately desperate desperate and i went well someone's already here so i i told the spirit look at look over here and i just pointed and the woman recognized her and they left this fella when we were talking there was nobody i could see so there's no spirit standing there now why is that why not it's not for me to know i don't know why either that or he's blinded and only time will he then wake up at some point he's eating careful everybody <laughs> this is my belief everybody out there does this we have our own belief he's either going to go into insane and that's when i would reclassify him from insanity to a ghoul but you mm -hmm. may call him demon as because he's insane <clears throat> and i don't know what insanity does to each individual out there but they get so desperate he'll just go flaying around trying to find a son which he may never find mm -hmm. um and at some point i think they get to where it occurs to them they're not been successful i just don't know i think there's so many situations that i've helped a lot of different ways Mm -hmm. um when people don't pass over immediately and they mm -hmm. are not saying it's free recent if you can associate them find who they are with somebody they might recognize as a living being but this young man showed us taco bell and even it's been 40 years anybody he would have recognized would have grown old mm -hmm. so that how oh, fudge i forgot to close my um emails um so the mother and the father had an agreement they would be very calm this is a man who's lost we're going to be very sympathetic we're going to be very calm and we're going to say we are not your son he is not your son um this act of understanding might need to be repetitive maybe the first night the second night third night you do it every night and you do the same message say the same thing and this is Karen's wording here. In this dance between the living and the supernatural, compassion and firmness becomes their guiding lights. Will this family be able to free both themselves and the wandering spirit from this haunting enigma? Only time will tell. Good mm -hmm. point. Um, so I did ask that she put this in. Interesting you mentioned he might have been a Vietnam War veteran. The Taco Bell building is from 1962. And then I said, tacos are 19 cents a piece. Um, I also wrote, in times to come, public name not reference the old Taco Bell. His memory is showing me an old reference to the original Taco Bell as of this writing could be as long as 50 years ago. Mm -hmm. And he has been mentally deteriorating all this time. Um, she was able to talk to her. Uh, and the point I was trying to make was, at this point, the mother and father, we think of ghosts, we think of spirits as something outside of us. They're somewhere else. Uh, oh, you have a ghost in home. How fun. Let's watch a movie with the ghost in it. How many times do you think of those people, spirits mm -hmm. and ghosts, as living human beings without the garment of flesh? They are people. Mm -hmm. They just don't have the encumbrances of, of the flesh. Okay. And once you really realize that, then we can talk to these people differently. And the ones that are saying, I, I watch a lot of shows, you know, and for once in a while, I'll go watch something that's a, a ghost investigation. I'll go to a, a sailor sign or institute of some sort. I go, well, why are you there? 
<laughs> you're going to hit up with a lot of looney toony <laughs> spirits they're going to be kind of insane but they do and they want to call them demons i go into it with somebody and i touch them with my mind i go well calm down we can't understand you and they and they go what what <laughs> she's talking to us like a real person they go oh wow you know and, and sometimes you got to talk to them like they were really alive even mm -hmm. if they're insane insane this time you go in there was compassion um curiosity compassion and then sympathy i give mm -hmm. you all the sympathy i could possibly give you i'm so sorry and that's why i implied um, told her i says you want them to say they are so sorry they haven't you haven't found your son yet but we're not the family for you you need to go on so this happened i think karen got back to me three nights in a row and they and it's been um the 17th day 20th so we've had 10 11 days of no spirit so he moved on but it took him three nights to figure it out mm -hmm. that's really hard for people to understand that how can they understand if they're insane that's because you have to talk to them in a <clears throat> in a calm compassionate manner what shall you no. say something when you say moved on to clarify for people what do you mean move on did, they, did he just move on to somebody else's house or did he cross over or what yeah i suspect he might have gone back to the same restaurant okay because that would have been the place he remembered being last right right so as a spirit person thing. as a person it's instantaneous you think of some place you go somewhere so right. where he was he probably went back Okay, the other thing I found dealing with these types of energies is something Sabrina taught me um, when I was first working with her is that they're upset, they're trying to find what they're doing, and like you say, calm things down. You know, one of the ways she used to do it, she, she would give him a flower. A show him something a flower. to distract him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get their mind off of it. <laughs> And then she, yeah, and then um, she, you know, she, she, she used her mind to to send the smell of the flower over. It could be a rose, it could be whatever, but then they would calm down because because they remember the smell of that flower. I, I'm not, I don't do that as often as much as I, I apologize, everybody. I have sore throat again tonight, so it's, all, you know, we've had so much rain. You'd think I would have it, so mm -hmm. um, my voice is off again. No, the allergies were bad today. When I got up, my head was pounding on this side for sinus problems. Oh, so it's, gosh, it's the allergies. The weather. The I, I don't like sound like this. So when, when I'm doing an investigation, even if I'm doing shards and I've done other groups, and if I'm in a sandal asylum or institute or people, a hospital where people have died and it's been terrible, um, in a soft voice, when I touch them, I say, calm down, talk to me and try to, and try to get the conversation going. Um, when I was mm -hmm. telephone company, I was trained <laughs> to be a service rep. And uh, I don't know why I want to do that, but it sounded fun was early in the career and they gave me all this training and the training was to be able to talk to people yelling at you and being angry and i went wait a minute i don't like people angry with me but it was the best training i ever got when i became a supervisor i i remembered some of these techniques is when you're talking to somebody always smile hello i'm so sorry don't frown and groan and then the other thing is when someone's yelling at you or whisper soften your voice so even in a say even a, a spirit if they can't quite understand you because when i put my mind to someone's energy they, they go who's there who's there hello how are you what, what what and they'll and they'll turn around and try to pay attention 
Now, I want to say also, when people done an investigation, this was um, this is the one time I remember, but I've done it several times. People call me, did you do that to me? Because I did feel different. I well, I don't remember, but someone's there. I'll just grab them and throw them on the ground. <laughs> but a lot of times if I can't recognize and it's just a blobby thing, I don't mm -hmm. always know if it's emotional baggage that's left in the residence or right. it's a spirit that has lost their complete identity and they're just looking for a piece of meat to grab onto. Okay, so don't get that. So <clears throat> um, Port Orange Paranormal at the time, George Lopez, we were doing an investigation going through a house. And I think the guy I was talking to was Bob. I don't remember. Anyway, one of the people in the group had, um, I was looking at him and went, oh my God, there's something attached to him. <laughs> and I says, oh my gosh. And then he said, uh, the fellow I was looking at, he said to the fellow, how are you doing? He says, gee, I'm not feeling really good. And I says, I'll take care of that. I put my mind to the purse in there. And I have it. <laughs> I can put my energy in my hand. And I just went, oh, and this is clear across the country. And the, and then Bob said, oh, he stood up straight. And he, Bob said, what's going on with you? He says, I had the strangest thrust of energy go through my body. And what I did was I pushed it right out, right out of his body. And you could do that with your mind. Mm -hmm. I just, I'm stronger than most people. So this was probably 10, 12 years back when I was a little younger. I don't do as often, but if I find what we call a nondescript blob, that there's such a thing as people who fight a lot in their homes or yes. are grieving a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's actually my uh, first husband was a uh, police undercover narcotics, illegal medical devices and fraudulent doctors. And he would do investigations. He'd come home and I didn't realize what was going on with me. He'd come home like a leopard with big black, dark charcoal color things all over his body. And I thought, what is that? You know, it's like, you know, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. Well, now I know. Well, you can imagine mm -hmm. if you scream me all in your house all the time, those things collect and they stay unless you open the house up, get a lot of air, put some pretty music on you know, to uh, uh, break up because mm -hmm. what it is is torment, anger, frustration. It just loses power. If you feed it all the time, it's going to stay there. So when I see that on somebody, if it's not an injury, um, if you have an injury, our body will send your life force to that part. So like a shoulder, um, <laughs> I'm taking t a while to heal because I just did another move and I do have a, this shoulder actually. So if someone were looking at me, they go, well, you have a kind of a bundle of energy there. Oh yes, I need to. <laughs> There's a difference between energy collected on injury versus energy collected because it belonged to somebody else and they yelled at you. I can mm -hmm. see that when I'm reading somebody. And a lot of times the people listen to this know, know me, they go, oh, Nancy did that to me because she said... Uh, I, I must have said something or something, and then they go, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm really, oh, Nancy, I feel so good." I go, "I know why, because <laughs> I got rid of that clump or something." <laughs> so when it's the same with spirit talking, so mm -hmm. if you talk to when the spirits calm it down, they won't jump on somebody, and they're looking for people too. Um, and if you go into investigation, you're sympathetic, um, come, you're curious. Um, mm -hmm. if you go in with curiosity, I wonder if someone's in here and then you go, I'm, um, you're really sympathetic. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're here. 
then you go in with compassion. You're here how long? Well, don't you belong somewhere else? You know, so you find it out, you feel bad for them, then you try to resolve it. If they're not totally insane, you can. If you're soft and you and you mean it, they will listen to you because they had nobody else to listen to them. Mm-hmm. They're isolated from everybody. They're afraid. So if you think of them as somebody that was alive, if you had come into a room and they weren't crazy, maybe you'd like them. Have coffee with them. These are just people. And the minute we start thinking is of them not in a third person, I don't know what it is, it's not us, it's just something that's floating around. These are mm-hmm. actual people. And I really like this case. Um, he did not attach to anybody in the family. He just was looking for his son. I can't imagine. Vietnam War was a terrible time. We lost so many young men. Of course, every event. Look at, uh, you know, the conflicts going on now in Eastern Europe. Look how many young men are dying. How many are going home frustrated, angry that they died? I wish I could, I wish I could help them all. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I do not fly very well, everybody. <laughs> We'll stay away from airplanes. Um, so anyway, that's that was one I really wanted to talk about, and maybe encourage people to get in ghost investigation with a different level of interest. I want to help mm-hmm. somebody cross over. I don't want them on this planet, mm-hmm. and that's such a, sh- a small number of people. Okay, Shar, any other words on that? Well, you know, when you think about that, and here's a question I have: He's looking for his son. His son is now an old man, or you know, in an older yeah. age. At some point, yeah. I mean, he—he's either gonna, he'll, you know, maybe he'll get lucky. He'll find him, you know, at some point. Maybe the son's dead already because I mean, I, I've done cases where, you know, these old hotels where the mother dies sooner than the than the kids, but the kids do die, but they're on different planes, you know, because they died at different yeah. times. So. Right. You know, at one point, they're—I don't know—they're doomed to forever wander or whatever, looking for each other. It's really—it's really sad, actually, because it's like the really one hotel sad. we did, the mother was in the kitchen, but they couldn't see her because she was, in, in, you know, in a different interior plane than they were, even though they were in the—even though they were in the dining room. It's a tough one. That's a really good point because um, everybody knows I live in a haunted house. Um, yeah. And we moved and this fella now is here also. And it's, and I talked to my husband about it because he's the one that saw him initially. And I thought mm-hmm. to myself, why are they here? And I, I think that sometimes when we first pass over, if we don't immediately pass over, then we'll go to what we remember last. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that sometimes they do that. The other fella, uh, that house was built 40 years ago, 45, I don't remember. And his whole ego was based on that house. It was mm-hmm. a pretty nice home. So sometimes they would rather be there than in heavenly realms or traveling around the world or other planetary. And mm-hmm. maybe they are waiting for their relatives to finally pass over the children to die. Then mm-hmm. they will join up with them and go on. A lot of different mm-hmm. reasons. Um, I had one uh, real estate agent call me about wanting to show a house. And this was kind of interesting. It was uh it was in Shasta, Mount Shasta area. And this was <laughs> just saying. This, these are all true stories, everybody. I can't make it up. I have to say something. Anyway, so uh, he called me up and he said the guy died in his house. 
And, and then I, I said, yeah, and he's still there. And he says, why? And he says, well, I said, he seemed to be addicted to something he had. Well, the guy wasn't addicted to anything. Check it out. He was, a, so he was standing in one room and the kitchen was on the other wall, come to find out. And he talked to the real estate lady and the real estate lady says, oh my God, his refrigerator was filled of chocolate. He had chocolate in the freezer. He had chocolate in the refrigerator. I had another client who was a chocolate fiend, but he had been on, um, I don't know if he's alcoholic, but they, you, what you do is you, most of the time, I'm not going to say this is unusual story. I don't know too many men are as addicted to as chocolate as some women can be. So mm -hmm. I kind of like, he was addicted. I picked up, he was addicted to something they couldn't take with him. And come, I think that he might've been an alcoholic or some of the thing that he ate chocolate instead. And mm -hmm. all he could think about was he didn't have his chocolate. And that fear sure. of rolling back into an addiction kept him in the house. Mm -hmm. So the real estate agent confirmed for me, but the agent couldn't understand chocolate's a big deal. It is if mm -hmm. you have a refrigerator and a freezer full of it. Yeah, that's addiction. But I said, I don't feel like he's going to be any problem. He just wants his chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is he just stand there until he figures out he's not going to get his chocolate. That's a good question. Yeah, I mean, when they cross over, can't they manifest that stuff? I mean, like, well, you know, my mother loved, loved her sweets and, and whatnot. You know, and of course, she got diabetic. She had to cut back on. But once you die, I mean, it, can't you manifest I, that stuff on the other side? Um, so <laughs> they don't eat. They don't eat. Uh, how many people have watched a movie, the TV series called Ghost? Right. It's a house full of people. Well, what they imagine they can smell. And the, and okay. if you put a oh pot of turkey, turkey, they remember what those smells were. So by watching the turkey just fresh out of the oven, they can imagine it. This is this is true. Um, over the these years, there have been a couple of things that keep popping up. And I thought to myself, odd. Well, everybody knows I like coffee. Uh, mm -hmm. And I like the smell of coffee. This is weak, so it's not like potent, just potent. But it's it's fresh when you cook it in the pot. I just really like coffee. So mm -hmm. I've had uh, several people like, I wish I had a cup of coffee. One guy said to me, tell my daughter that I want to have a cup of coffee with her. Meaning she'll sit and he'll sit across from her, not knowing that she would go to his house. He, they had upstairs, downstairs, 1960s uh, Lamet table with the chairs going around with the plastic on them. She would make a pop of coffee, put on the table, cup on either side. She'd sit on one side. He'd come down the stairs and sit right there at the table, have a cup of coffee. That was the routine. So his message to her, which, you know, I sit here going, oh, that doesn't sound good. Have a cup of coffee with me. She knew exactly what that meant and that I was talking to him. Uh, mm -hmm. Sour um, French bread with a lot of garlic on it comes up a lot. I'm amazed. A pie comes up a lot different flavors one family came in i said he wants you to think he wants a rhubarb pie oh that was his favorite pie well i have no idea because i've never had a piece of rhubarb pie we've been mm -hmm. the last you know i like cherry if i'm going to have pie at all i'm not even a pie eater so it's not something i even think of but rhubarb pie was what he wanted the family to know so food comes up a lot why not another um like i uh, miss my pipe well that's one mm -hmm. thing that is shown to me that they miss it's not the it's the um, activity 
It's like mm -hmm. I'm sitting having a smoke. It's I'm relaxing with a smoke. <clears throat> and this one fellow never left his house. Uh, the family um, had a sense of him being there because they mm -hmm. could feel they could still smell cigar smoke. What was funny is the wife wouldn't let him smoke in the house. So when I put my mind to him, this is what happened. So this fellow mm -hmm. had an orchard. And every morning he would get up four or five o'clock or five o'clock when the sun shines. And he had hid his cigars in the kitchen. And I saw him reach up at a high shelf and get that cigar down. He put it, clutch it to his chest and get out on the porch. And then he would walk the whole length of his orchard and give him enough time to smoke the whole thing, come back in. Anybody knows that anybody smoking is going to get that smoke all over their chest and their hair. And so we come in the house and mom said, do you smoke cigar? No, I didn't smoke a cigar in the house. You know, you know, I didn't. But that was their game. He did not smoke in the house, but he brought the smoke in. So the family is smelling the smoke still because that's what he wants them. That's what he's doing in uh -huh. the afterlife. How that is created, I have the foggiest idea. But to me, and I tell people very carefully on this, that is his heaven. Right. How much enjoyment did he get smoking that cigar first thing in the morning? Did it kill you, fella? Didn't matter. That was his heaven. That's what he liked. Right. And, and those funny little things that they people like to do. And I'm constantly reminded, what is it I like to do? You know, like I have a spa. I love this spa. Yeah, I mm -hmm. like the spa. Would I be in the afterlife doing that? Well, I used to be a runner and a horse person. I really like to walk and run. Would I be a runner? Maybe so, because there's nothing more refreshing to me. I'd like to be more fit than I am now. And younger, <laughs> but the freedom of running on a trail. Those of you who are listening know that power. That's amazing, great. Um, so that's what I I like doing that. But you need to think about those things in the afterlife. What would you like to do? What is what is that you really like to do? And it's really hard for, and I call it homework. A lot of people never think about what are who are you and what is it you really like to do. Um, I know this sounds crazy, but I like to write. And so I'm just now in Sharm getting ready and getting the audio tapes out and get my little program started too. I really like doing this. How do I do that in the afterlife? I'm not sure because I think it's more of an interest outside of maybe what you did for a living. I don't know how you could do this. I do love it. Um, most people retired by now and I'm still at it. So we have to decide who you are as people. Um, a lot of people my age group would say, oh, I want to be around the children. Um, <laughs> I've always lived a distance away. Um, I certainly would visit the children, but you're not going to do that day in and day out. Maybe some moms in the chat room or listening say, what's that woman? She never even brought up her children. There's something to be said about being nosy. Mm -hmm. I would not want my kids to think I'm hanging around them all the time. Mom, you're not, and my son is very, very sensitive. He would know I'm watching him all the Mom, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm okay. Go away. <laughs> so there is a point when you have to be discerning on what you want to do in the afterlife. Can you be around the grandchildren? Absolutely. How many times have I heard of children two, three, four years old? Hi, Grandma. Hi, Grandpa. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow, we got somebody from Birmingham, UK in the chat room. Oh, welcome, oh. Colleen Yates. 
Welcome. Oh, hi there. I have some clients there. I just went and looked at the name real quick, see who it was. <laughs> I had a question that's about this. Um, like in the case of this gentleman that's looking for his son, yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, he's he's walking the earth trying trying to find his son. I mean, maybe his, you know, for all we know, his wife is, has already crossed over. Is there a way to get her involved to help him cross over? Clearly, she must have tried. Okay. But remember, in the throes of death, you may think of your wife, but uh -huh. I have yet to talk to somebody who hasn't thought of a child. Okay. He's abandoned his son. That's right. what he's thinking. So unfortunately, the last thing he thought of is that he can't be there to raise his son. This is a very, uh -huh. and not everybody thinks that way. Oh, my wife, my wife, of course. Uh -huh. But yet he's after looking for his son. Uh -huh. I imagine the right. wife was probably standing there. Um, looks, felt, feel, here I go. It feels like a woman was trying to greet him. So mother, grandmother feeling uh -huh. wouldn't have anything to do with it. I got to get to my son was probably his last thoughts. Hmm. Really sad. Okay. Mm -hmm. This, uh, this, yep. uh, so, I mean, what, what, I mean, okay. <laughs> so he's going to want to do looking for his son. So what happens when the son dies now? Uh, are they going to meet up finally, or is just, there's just going to be a constant wander? Um, that's a good point. I guess I wouldn't know everything. If right? the son has been told all his life that the father adored him if there's pictures to remind him and that's mm -hmm. an interesting thing because my father died when i was six i was one month short short of seven mm -hmm. he is not constantly in my mind for a lot of years i could feel him i still feel my mother a lot she died in 09. Mm -hmm. my mom loved me being on stage i was on stage a lot and she would show up a few times in the car while we're driving. And I mean, it was all the time. And uh, I tell her, I'm headed out, mom, I'm going to do an event or entertain or whatever. And she felt like right. she would show up. But see, that is a constant. Oh, I, I love what my daughter's doing. Um, the audience doesn't know I went to Port Oregon and she was living in a seven story senior place. Mm -hmm. And I went up there. It was probably 07, 07. She died in 09, I think. Anyway, um, <clears throat> for about good i entertained a bunch of people <clears throat> 30 40 people who knows and because it seven story building everybody wanted to talk to my mother's daughter anyway she called me and she says oh i'm so popular i go why mom she says i just told everybody you were my daughter you're entertaining everybody <laughs> seems popular <laughs> <clears throat> so she's been around me so of right. course i would like she's going to greet me absolutely mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. But will I think of my dad as a spirit person? I will look him up if he's not, if he's there. Right. Now, maybe he's come right. back because he's not constant in my life. Now, if you have pictures around the house, I'm 75, I, six years. I was six years old, seven. Mm -hmm. So 68 mm -hmm. years ago, if I live another 10, 15 years, I, I, he's not in my mind, see? So his mm -hmm. son may be in the minds of his family and his mm -hmm. mother. See, so it's mm -hmm. kind of relative to the exposure of who is around you. But mm -hmm. maybe he'll, in the afterlife, he'll say, well, why isn't dad here? Or where is mm -hmm. he? And all he has to do is think about him. Maybe he'll show up. Mm -hmm. I'm your son. And the man won't even recognize him. Right. I was a baby when right. you left. 
Okay. Yeah. It's pretty sad. I'm depressed yeah, now. I, don't I like need it. beer. I need beer now. That did it. You don't even drink beer, do you? I don't drink beer. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I can yeah. drink beer. The audience doesn't it. know. I, I don't drink virtually at all, but I think there had been a margarita, wine margarita in the fridge for maybe five years. <laughs> and we were talking on the show one night. My husband walked yeah, in. Yeah, I was going to say, the wine coolers. I was going to say, don't be pulling that wheels for you. And so... <laughs> For the next couple of weeks, every time he we went out, he's trying to find me that wine cooler. They don't make them anymore. <laughs> Larry can't find them. And I thought, well, that's, he He got me another brand. But here I had the refrigerator so long, I didn't know it was going to be any good. Well, we were talking about something really heavy duty. And I said, geez, at this point, I'd love to have a wine cooler. <laughs> and he brought it in. That one that's followed us like three moves, <laughs> two moves. <laughs> Oh, sure. Anyway, anything else? Anybody in the room write anything in? Uh, no, everybody's fascinated by it. Um, our friend, Holly, uh, thank you very much for the compliment. We appreciate it. How interesting our discussion is. Uh, my friend uh, uh, client is in Carlisle. And, uh -huh. then, um, and then in Scotland, it was Edinburgh. Um I don't know the other people's. Uh, I have family in Croydon, and I have family near uh, Canterbury. A lot of different places. Lots of different places. So That's next week, the you world guys. is big. Hmm? Go ahead, go ahead, Nancy. Go ahead. So next, next week, week, we've got we actually have guests now. <laughs> this was a dead week, literally. Monday on vacation, is, everybody. <laughs> yes, Monday is Heinz Guger. He's from Australia, so we're going to be talking to him directly in Australia on Monday. And he uh, practices meditation and manifestation. So he's going to teach us how to manifest good things in our lives. How to how to put stuff out there to the universe. So that's going to be our Monday guest. So be on the lookout for that. 6.30 p.m. Pacific, usual time. Sunday, I'll be back. We, we're, we're in the middle of it. We were just starting a new book, and oh my. And it's another one by uh, Mary Muter, and uh, boy, does she have some stories of, pa of uh, past lives for, for people. I mean, there's some really good ones in there so far. The first two were incredible. So I, I kind of heard it started it last night. So uh, we'll be continuing that Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific. So we got that going on. The Meditation Club, we're doing a meditation club. It's a monthly club. You get to meditate three, guided, guided meditations three to four times a week with me as your guide. And you can pick that. You can check that out at the California Haunts Meetup site. Just type in <coughs> California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team Meetup, and it'll pop right up. And uh, under events and um, meditation club. So uh, yeah, it's been an interesting day. That was a great conversation. We could talk for hours about that. I mean, it could go on and on and on and on. You know, and I've run into a lot of cases over the last eighteen years. You know, that are similar with people looking for a loved one. You know. Because of their deaths and stuff, it's, just, it's really sad. It's sad to see it. Well, we we came across that in the cemetery tours that I was giving. Yes, and we talked yes. about last week about the fellow that's sitting on the. Well, I think it was a brick wall, a little yes. wall. Yep. And he the was sitting wall, there. Yeah. And we walked by, and he, he looks up at me. And he says, "Where's my wife and child?" And I looked at Shard, look around, and go, "Oh, fudge! How long have you been sitting yeah. there?" Yeah. <laughs> and they just took a time, you know. Yeah. Clearly, he'd been there. His clothing looked to be pretty old yeah. so that's another example um i think it happens more we want to admit to 
And I mm-hmm. think our lives are full of spirit people and we don't even know it. People mm-hmm. walk into, you had a call today of someone that thought she might've walked into a spirit and mm-hmm. we came to a conclusion of rift in um, some kind of space distortion. We really don't yeah. know for sure what it yeah. was, but I think when we walk through somebody or they walk through us, we get the chill real quick or hair stand up on our end and we go, wow, what was that? Well, guess what? Yeah. Someone just walked through. You right. know, they're absolutely. oblivious to it, but you may not be. Right. And, um, and someone said to me, oh, Nancy, how can you possibly think there's so many spirit people? We have more people alive today than all of history. And I go, hmm, I think we've had three different civilizations. Mm-hmm. So those people are here, too. I think we've had so many people live and dead. It's just I we got 7 billion people on the planet. I know there's a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it only four? I thought it was only four. Someone said seven on a TV show. Then I, uh, but we have a lot of spirit people roaming around. I don't know where they all come from if they're not. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's it. Go ahead. You know, okay, guys, everybody, give her, give us a thumbs up if you like the show. Show us some helps. love. Char. Show us some love. Yeah, show us some love. Show us some love. And uh, sign up at my... Uh, my channel, Nancy Matt Psychic. I'm going to be starting yes. my. Uh, so mine will not conflict with Shars. All mine are are all, <laughs> 33 years of readings. I'm going to arbitrarily start picking them, talking the story. Um, mm-hmm. I've talked to dead people half the time, probably. So all these stories are going to be starting to come through. And give me a couple more weeks. I just moved in here five weeks ago and starting to get antsy to get back into it. So if you want these stories. Um, let me know. Sign up over my site, everybody. Okay, Shark, go ahead. And Karen and I should be officially launching that show, the unnamed show, within the next couple of weeks here. So I, like I said last night, I don't know, or the other night, I don't know if we're going to be doing it through this or if we're going to do it, you know, directly on YouTube. I don't know how we're going to be doing it yet. I haven't what decided show, to do it yet. Yeah, I missed the word. Was it you two are going to be doing together? The well, we did the... Wednesday night, yeah, that that reading show, you know, where where she's gonna read like yeah. a do Cole reads and stuff on 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 current okay. events and stuff, yeah. But I don't, I haven't decided yet. Do we want to do it on Facebook and YouTube, or do we want to keep it as a YouTube exclusive and then set it up for do it on TikTok later, or what? I want to do with it yet, but we're real close to doing it, and I gotta get my head out of my butanka and uh, figure, you know, figure that all out and come up with a name for it too, you know. A show with no name. And uh, so I, I don't think it's going to be more than twice a month. I think we're just going to keep it down twice a month mm-hmm. to do it. So we'll see. We'll I see. think, so. let me give you a everybody. I think if, when you do a, a readings, um, whatever she's most comfortable with and likes yeah. to do. Now everybody says, Nancy, why aren't you doing political stuff? I'm too busy. I get people calling me with the stress and um, death, dying, grieving and stress and recovery let alone everything else. My mind is too full. Now, unfortunately, I do have people asking me and I will tell them what I get, but it's not something I'd seek out. So I'm, make sure that Karen likes what she's going to read. That's really yeah, important. Exactly. I really don't want to go there with politics. I have my own opinions. <laughs> and I went, There's a lot went, of political you know, psychics out there. huh? And I did a lot of stuff for Facebook initially, you know, when, when the world turned upside down, as they say. And I pulled it yeah. all off because we're doing it here because, you know, I'm, I'm a newspaper reporter. I admit it. You know, that's I have to cover a little bit of everything. But 
I try to keep politics out of the show, and I'm going to continue to do that as much as I can, you know, unfortunately. So what did they but, say? Re religion, uh, religion, mother, politics. Religion, politics, and apple pie, or so, mother, yeah. I think. Yeah, I did not have those conversations. So, you know, with this show and, and, when I, and, this, and this work that I do, to me, okay, you know, it's like, there's no, you know, when I go out and meet a client, I don't care what political affiliation they are. I'm there to help them. Right. And people I'm here call to help. Me, I never asked that. <laughs> right. And I'm, I'm here to help people with their, with their, with their ghost issues. The, 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 that's what we do. And that's how I see it. And I don't care what mm -hmm. political affiliation you are. Unless, unless you're putting a white thing over your head. That, that, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, you whoa, know. whoa, whoa, whoa. That's political, honey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, but I, I don't care. If, if you need help, I'm going to help. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you know, those, those beliefs that I have. I'm not going like, to put them on the side, like, you know, put them out there. So um, that's how I see it, and so I'm going to continue being that way. This is a happy neutral show, and uh, I'll stay neutral. So are you going to want Karen to talk politics? Like I no. said, it has to be absolutely. Yeah. So everybody, want you to tune in and find out what, what she likes to talk about. Yeah, I want to talk to Karen she... about stuff. But the thing is, is you know, you have to be careful because I, I was hoping. Because that the, the other people who I don't remember what the show name, name was, they were doing current events like with that sub that sunk, which is fine. Oh, but yeah. the problem you've got there is there's so much news about the sub that it's hard to shelter the psychic from that stuff because you know it's it's blasted all over the yeah. internet, so you really can't go by what information they're they're getting because there's so much out there. So that's They've why I decided to remember something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I decided to do it on a cold call on a place yeah. that we've never investigated before. Because that's you know that that makes it easy. and then there was a temptation to lead the psychic you know with for the answers, and I had to really watch it you know how I did that I had to word things really carefully. So I'll be figuring all that out in the next couple of weeks. You know I have no problem with dead, doing it with celebrity you know dead celebrities or whatever, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the black widow and jump <laughs> on the dead celebrity one or two days watch after it, they die. Care careful where you're treading here. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm not going to be doing that. So I'm going to just figure it out. It's uh, stuff I have to iron out and stuff. It's, it's new territory for me. I mean, Nancy and I have done this stuff for years. and But it's always been in this kind of format. Let's do a special on this. You know, we've always done it that way. I've never done it like, like full bore. So I'm just trying to figure out how to approach it and do stuff like that. And if you're watching sure from something TikTok, she likes to Yes, yes. And if you're watching from TikTok tonight, if you're, if you're convert, I am uh, 500 away from being able to broadcast TikTok on my laptop, which means this show will expand when I get to that point with the 3,000 followers on TikTok. When I get to that point, this show will be shown on TikTok as well, live. So we're getting there, baby steps, lots of work. Let me let me get thought on the air and everybody's Tenodian. Um I sent her a little trick the other day. Why don't you explore haunted amusement parks? That's cool. Yeah. How's Absolutely. that for an idea? Yeah. I just popped in my head. Maybe something's going to come up. And yeah. That would be really fun because all across America, you have people who love to go to amusement parks. And if you talked right. about it, wouldn't that be fun? Because she would validate what you find out. That would be a blast. I think yeah. be, that would be, so be fun. fun. Please, that'd be fun. That's absolutely fun. And so, restaurants yeah. and restaurants. Yes, <laughs> that would be fun. The, yeah, and do restaurants. Well, or like I said, casinos. I am doing. 
I am starting that little show on TikTok called California's Most Haunted. Okay, so I'm looking at different things like that. Well, we're going to work. Like I said, across the country also, house. because people... So, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, we can start out that way and start rolling with that stuff. So, away we go, right? The possibilities are endless. All right, guys, it's Friday. And again, I'll see you guys Sunday at 6 o'clock Pacific. And we'll be reading Mary Muir's latest book. Uh, or not her latest book, but but that, 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 that uh, secondary book to the Book of Buried Letters, which is interesting because it's all about past lives. So, wow. Okay. Okay. Let's get the I've enjoyed this. Thank you. I'll get you Nancy's uh, contact information and all that good stuff. And we're going to call it a night. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. Websites, nancymats.com, all lowercase, nancymatsauthor.com, the N, the M, and the A are capped. YouTube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic, the N, M, and P are capped. And Nancy's written some books. Help, get me out of this funk, Nancy Matz. <laughs> Two worlds developing your psychic skills, of course, Nancy Matz. And The Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matz. And you can actually get those books at Amazon.com. And for those of you that might be new coming into the show, I broadcast Sunday through Friday. Sundays are a reading day where I read a book, and so it's kind of gets you get your week started. Maybe you're having dinner or something. You could curl up on the couch by the fire, put your fuzzies on, you know, and kind of just close your eyes and, and, and listen to me read. Sometimes it's a paranormal book. Sometimes it's a true paranormal book. Uh, you know, uh, the last book I read was a, kind of like a paranormal fantasy, but it, it, it was based on a bio, mm-hmm. a true bio. And this one I'm reading now is based on true accounts of past lives. Well, I assumed true accounts of past life. Just that. And it, so far, it's a good book, so that'll be Sunday. And the rest of the week, uh, other than our Fridays with Nancy, the rest of the week, we cover paranormal news items. And uh, like, uh, my, like I said, Monday is going to be about manifesting. And uh, we have uh, uh, this week coming up, we do have a uh, alien abductee that we're going to be talking with and things like that. And, oh, yes, and... Because we didn't do it this week, Nancy and I have to get together this weekend, and Nancy is going to do a regression on me to see what happened when I, I experienced a loss of time. So no matter what the results on yeah. that, we will have a show. So we got a full, you know, a full page next week for shows. All right. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. <laughs> I have to, and thumbs up. Yes, and a thumbs up. We want thumbs up, thumbs up, and comments. We're all equal opportunity. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, follow me if you're on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram. You know, wherever you find me, follow, 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 follow. Okay. So uh, I will see you guys Sunday and have a great evening and have a great tomorrow. Bye. Good night, everybody. <laughs>